0: Hey now, welcome to another edition of the Inside BS Show. I'm Dave Lorenzo, and today we're gonna give you the inside BS on business coaching. Listen, I'm gonna tell you something that you may not wanna hear, but it's the honest truth. I know you're successful, but you need a coach. We all need a coach. You know, there's this expression, and i have it's not an expression, it's an anecdote is what it is. Over and over again, Michael Jordan had a coach. Tiger Woods had a coach. Right? Roger Federer has a coach. The best athletes, the best performers in any role in the world all have coaches. Why? They need to keep on track, they need to be held accountable for the things they commit to doing. They have blind spots. They need to see what they can't see because they're so focused on growing their business. They're so focused on taking care of their clients that they can't see what's behind them in their blind spot. And a coach can help with that. And then finally, they may need someone to give them a little boost when things get tough. We all can get down in the dumps. We may lose a deal here or not get a deal there. And we can get a little, let's just say, melancholy. A coach can help you and pick you up and remind you of what you're good at. A coach can help you lead with your strengths. We're going to find out all about that today because my guest is Sharon Richter. She's a business and executive coach with Focal Point Coaching, and it's my pleasure to welcome Sharon to the Inside BS Show. Sharon, thank you for joining us. I can't wait to get coached up today. I'm really happy that you're here.
1: (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. All right, Sharon. So
0: you've had you so far, you've had a great career. You've got a lot of experience. What led you to open your mind and your heart to listen to other people, to help them with their problems? What led you to this point to become a coach?
1: You know I don't think it ever started out right, as well as my uh, as my passion, the place that I thought that I would end up after, you know, thirty five years of corporate experience. But it was the experiences that I had along the way that took me on a path. and the and the path went through uh, through Price Waterhouse. It went through working on Wall Street, at Deutsche Bank. It went through uh, working in higher education at Columbia University. These large, mega complicated corporate environments, um, the things where you were challenged on a day-to-day basis, working with great people, but yet you'd end up knocking your head against the wall for some reason or another. Um, and I said to myself, like, really, is this is this what my life is supposed to be? So, uh, so I said to myself, it was about three, a little bit more than three years ago, uh, like, really, what kind of mark do I want to make? on the world and what is it that way my I want my daughter I have a 10 year old daughter uh, what is it that I want her to see and say about what her mom does and I wanted her to see that I use my skills and talents to help raise people up and that that is something that you can do no matter what you do Uh, no matter what your purpose in life that you at the end of the day you can feel good about yourself if you raise people up and so I started my business, uh, Focal Point Coaching, uh, doing business performance and executive coaching about three years ago, with that purpose in That's mind. That's
0: terrific. I love, I love that you're mission driven, right? And your mission is to help raise people up. And what a great thing to share with your daughter, because now she's gonna, you know, take away from that. That, you know, what, what, what we do in our work is we raise people up, we help people. So I think that's fantastic. Congratulations on that. Talk about um, the, the unique nature of being in a position where people will come to you and they'll share some of their most intimate issues, sometimes business, sometimes personal. And, you know, you have to kind of give them guidance. And support, and you know, I I find myself when that happens to me. There are times, particularly in the beginning, where it can be a little uncomfortable. Share with us how you feel when people share some of those, you know, some of those intimate, um, you know, thoughts with you about, hey, listen, my business is not going well. I don't know how to tell my spouse, or you know, something along those lines.
1: Yeah, I think it's, it's particularly challenging at the beginning, right? Because you haven't really developed a, you know, a deep and meaningful relationship yet. Uh, but I think there is power in speaking to someone that is not attached to, to you in any way and is not part of your life. And that's one of the values. You mentioned this at the, at the, at the intro, top performers uh, benefit from having a coach largely because you have, uh, it's, it's a lonely place to be, sometimes to be at the top to be a business owner, to be a CEO, you're out there on your own and you're carrying the weight on your shoulders and you don't want to burden other people. You're not going to burden your spouse. You're not going to burden other people in the coming because you don't want to give the wrong impression. And yet you're walking away at the end of the day with just lots of noise in your head and you can't like you can't figure it out and you can't let it go. Well, having a business coach is someone that you can unload on <laughs> and share the burden. Um, It's a silent partner, you know, it's a silent partner in the back who is, you know, is helping you find your path and helping you find, uh, helping you find the way. When I start working with my clients, we go through what I call a series, a session, um, sessions that comprise uh, what I call clarity. Like what is your mission? What is your vision? What is your purpose? Either for your career or for your business. And I'll tell you a story. Uh, there was a, one of my clients, uh, a moving company actually out of, um, out of Brooklyn, and um, he, the, business, uh, the, um, the business owner shared with me, he, he, you know, at the beginning you talk just about business, but eventually after a couple sessions you find out more about the family, the spouse, where'd you come from, these sorts of things. Well, believe me, I'm not a therapist, okay? I am not a therapist. I'm a business person. Uh, but it starts tumbling out that he's got issues in his marriage and, that's, and that there are problems there and that he doesn't see that as part of his future. And in fact, he doesn't really want to do his business anymore. He wants to sell that business and he wants to move on to something else. But he has to deal with these personal issues first, and and so it's awkward, right? So it was a little strange for me hearing somebody hearing my, hearing my business client say, you know, I think I need to get a divorce. You know, <laughs> Like, uh, hmm, sounds like it. Right. You know, what am I gonna right. what am I gonna say? What am I gonna say to that? Um, but just be supportive and listen and help find a path for moving, uh, moving forward. So in that situation, it was just being a person that could listen, that could mirror and reflect. Uh, what it is that um, uh, my client was saying, and help him move towards towards something, take a step, and move forward, right, and get unstuck, and that's yeah, the value. No, of coaching. that's
0: great, Sharon. Talk about how uh, it is for you because you've had business experience to not give you know direct business advice, but to allow the the person you're coaching to come to the right solution for them on their own do you find it difficult sometimes to do that because you know sometimes I'm sure you could you're listening to people and you're like oh it's so simple you just got to do this but if you did that the person wouldn't have as much buy-in right so talk about talk about talk about how you you know how, how that dynamic plays out and I want you to share with people you know is it tough for you to hold yourself back from saying
1: oh you just got to do this <laughs> Uh, you know, there's, uh, you know, for, for your listeners, you know, really there's a big difference between coaching and consulting. I'm not a consultant. A consultant goes in, gets hired and goes in and does something and leaves and, you know, goodbye. That's it. A coach is an, I view a coach as an educator, a teacher, uh, a helper, uh, someone to help, uh, elevate. And so, uh, so, So yes, there are problems and we can look at options together and various strategies. And ultimately, it's my client's choice of which way they may, um, which way they may go. And I will support them in whatever it is that they, um, they say, but I would be kidding you if I (laughs) didn't, you know, sometimes hang up the phone at the end and say, you know, really, I can't believe that we're talking about this. Uh, uh, But you have to put yourself in the shoes of your client. Many, 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 many business owners out there are subject matter experts, but they're just not business people. They're just not business people. And so it's not obvious to them. And so I have to take them by the hand and walk them through and walk them through it. I haven't done my job if I haven't taught a process of analysis so that they can solve that problem on their own the next time. So we may, we may struggle this time. They may have trouble, you know, figuring out the right course of action and implementing it. But I bet you the next time it's going to be easier and they're going to tackle it on their own. Or maybe the, time, maybe the time after that. And so that's my goal is to teach. Sometimes, I mentioned my daughter, sometimes she doesn't get it the first time. Sometimes she doesn't get it the third time, second time. But by the third time, you know, yeah. And my job is to, um, is to help along the way. And when asked, and sometimes clients do say to me, well, what, were you, what would you do? Yeah. I will tell them what I yeah. do.
0: No, that's great. I, you know, that's one of the things that I see quite a bit. And, um, you know, I know people who give direct advice and the direct advice is either, either it's taken and the person doesn't execute it properly. And then they blame the person who gave them the advice or the advice isn't taken And the person does what they wanna do on their own and they fail and then they project that failure back on the person who gave them the advice in the first place because they didn't sell them hard enough on their solution. So getting people to the right place on their own is incredibly valuable. So Sharon, let's talk about how you know someone is right for coaching because sometimes people will come to you, I'm sure, and they think they're right for coaching but they're, you know, they're they're just they're either not ready or they're not the right personality type. How do you determine if somebody is a good candidate for coaching?
1: Well, I, you know, I go through a process basically on bringing clients, uh, bringing clients on board, and my my conversations with them to even identify a, a, a prospect. And there has to be a certain amount of eagerness and willingness to do the work to even get on a call with me, right? You have to show up to that first conversation. You have to show up to that second conversation. You have to respond to me professionally. You're not a no-show. <laughs> um, on my, you know, on my big, uh, like sort of uh, my big final process is, uh, uh, is, a, um, is basically a coaching session. I do a coaching session with my prospects. Uh, but I ask them to do some work in advance of that coaching session. Because I want to test whether or not they're going to do the work. Are they going to do the reading? Are they going to do the questionnaire? Are they going to get it to me 24 hours in advance? Are they going to make the time commitment? And are they going to show up? And if they, if they don't, it, may, it doesn't necessarily say that they wouldn't be a good client. But I'm not sure that they're eager Really, really eager enough. Someone that's really motivated is going to go through the steps that I've prescribed, even before mm-hmm. they become a client, to um, to do what I say that they need to do to be yeah. successful. Okay, so you know, so that's so that's number one. Um, they have to commit to the time and the work. Uh, and you know, you look at top performers, and you have to be willing to put in the time and the work. You mentioned in your intro, top uh, top athletes. I mean, you don't think Tiger Woods got to where he is um, just, you know, showing up to the driving range right. when he felt like it. He's there when his coach says to, you right. know, says, says to be there. So that means that you show up uh, Tuesdays at 10 when we said, now, you know, like I'm a reasonable person. You know, if you're going away on vacation, a big client, you know, I, you know, we shuffle things around. But you have to make the commitment of time to do the, to do the intellectual work, to do the homework, to do the... Um, to doing the 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 show up, the show up, and I can I can tell that through conversations, um, and I like I I, I guarantee you because I I've done this early early in my practice I would take on clients because they said yeah you know I think I want to try coaching. You know, that might last a little, you know, for a couple months and, you know, and that's fine. It's not bad. I think I added some, I added some value, but the ones that's, you know, speak strongly and say, I, you know, I'm committed because this is what my goal is. And I haven't been able to get there and I really want your help. Well, the, the, those are people that I know that I, I will be really, that uh, will be really, you successful
0: know, I too. love, uh, I love that process. And I think you're, I think you're spot on. And I think many people are intimidated because they they think they're passing up money, they're passing up a client by taking on somebody who might be wishy-washy or giving somebody who pulls a no-show at the last minute a second chance. And, you know, then they end up taking them on as a client and they're the same way as a client as they were when they were a prospect, right? So I, I, think, that's, I think that's a really smart way to go. In fact, one of the things that I've done in my business is I've created just an entire gateway engagement. I have a six week, you know, education process that every single client has to go through. And if they don't make it through the six-week education process, then there's nothing else we're going to do together until they go back. By the way, that six-week investment that people make, it's a lifetime investment. So if you drop out in week three and you come back to me three years from now, you're already paid. You can start from the beginning, but you have to go through the entire six weeks before I'll consider doing anything with you. And the reason is because if you can't make it six weeks, how am I going to give you advice for an entire year on how you can improve your professional practice? And I learned that from stubbing my toe so many times, Sharon, for years and years and years. So I think it's great that you that you're sharing that with people now. And I hope the people who are listening, because there are there are some people who are, you know, I have, a, I have a following from the National Speakers Association with people who aspire to be coaches. They're speakers, but they aspire to be coaches. I hope they understand the value in proper client selection and qualification ahead of time, especially in a business as personal as coaching. Because if they're not committed, if the client is not committed, you're never going to be of service to a wishy-washy client. It just doesn't make sense. You're not doing them any favors until they get their act together.
1: I'll add one more thing, one more criteria that I have about uh, my own client selection process, and that's that I have oh, to sure. like them.
0: Oh, yeah, sure. I, I, yeah, I think that's great.
1: Simply. You know, I left, corp- I, I left uh, like a whole large corporate world out there because, um, because I wanted to have the say-so of who I get to work with. And so, you know, to your point of wishy-washy people, I, you know, I, I don't want to do that. Um, I want people who, uh, who take, um, uh, who value my time and their time and maximize the value of that. And uh, together we can make great things. And so I can tell in my gut whether, uh, whether someone is going to be a good client or not. And I, and I always, my, my gut has never been wrong. That's great. You know, time.
0: we, I have a process and my process is, is probably not as good as, is your gut. But if my, my process is this, if I complain to my wife about a particular client three times, they got to go. So my wife will sit. We'll will be sitting down having lunch because we. I work, I've always worked out of home, and and most days my wife is home for lunch. And I'll say something about a client. She'll go, that's one. And then a week later, I'll say something else about the same client. She'll say that's two. And then the third time, she just looks at me, and I know it's not going to work out. <laughs> so it's not as good as your gut, but I have I have my external gut who will tell me. And thank thank well, goodness, go. thank goodness, it's very it's very rare these days. But, you know, in the beginning, it was, you know, it was all the, it was all the time. If I'm doing something with someone that I don't even want to have a 45 minute conversation with, I'm, I'm doing the wrong thing. I mean, it's with the wrong person. It's not something that we should be we should be doing. All right, Sharon. So I want you to I'm going to ask you a question. I want you to give a, give this a minute's worth of thought. I want you to think about the advice you would give to someone who's perhaps just getting into coaching. So for example, like I said, there's a lot of people from the National Speakers Association who thought they were going to make a great living for the rest of their lives as a keynote speaker. And now they've realized that they need to add alternate revenue streams. And they think to themselves, hey, I'm going to be a coach tomorrow. I want you to take, you know, let's let's set aside the fact that, you know, maybe you need a certain amount of experience and maybe you need to learn a few things before you can coach people. Let's just set that aside. What, ought, what is the advice you would give to someone who's just getting into coaching, Give us the answer to that question in just one minute. I need to remind our viewers and our listeners that we're brought to you by Sandrowski Corporate Advisors. For over 35 years, Sandrowski's been helping people with all kinds of thorny accounting issues. Today, I want to talk to you about their litigation support group. You see, at Sandrowski, what they do over and over again is help people understand the value of their business or help people understand the value of a certain aspect of their business. Let's say you're a business owner and you are going to sell off a division of your business. You are very successful, but you want to take the business in a new direction and you wanna sell off a particular division. How would you know what that business is worth? Well, it's gonna be worth what the market can pay you, but it's also going to be worth what the financial performance of that business unit is. So you can look at your financial statements and you could think everything is great great. Then it comes the time when you should bring in Sandrowski Corporate Advisors. And what they will do is they'll review your financials to make sure you did a good job with them. And then they'll look at the market and do a comparable business analysis. They'll look at the rest of the market and determine what those other businesses are doing. And that will help you get to a fair valuation of the aspect of your business that you're looking to sell. I strongly encourage you, to bring in Sandrowski corporate advisors to do a valuation on your business if you're thinking of selling or do a valuation on a business that you're thinking of buying. Now, here's the thing. If you are at issue, you're two partners and you're deciding you're going to split up, you're going to break the business up, bring in Sandrowski to look at the business overall to determine the value of the business and to allocate who should be responsible for what from a Payment standpoint. One partner will have to pay the other, buy them out to get out of the business. Have Sandrowski do your side of the buyout. If it becomes contentious and you need to have someone testify in court, the folks at Sandrowski have done it hundreds of times. They have an entire litigation support division. They're well versed in taking complex issues and breaking them down so that even a judge can understand it. If you have an interest in getting any of this information, getting information on any of these services, or you need help, with anything in the area of tax guidance, business uh, restructuring, or valuation, I want you to call 866 717 1607. 866 717 1607. Sandrowski Corporate Advisors, they're a CPA firm with a different perspective. We're also brought to you by my revenue roadmap guide. You're a professional, you want to grow your business, I've got the guide for you, and it's absolutely free. It's my gift. For joining us today. I want to say thank you. Here's what you need to do. Go to revenueroadmapguide.com, revenueroadmapguide.com. Enter your contact info there. You can download my business development guide. It's the same one I use with my clients. You can customize it for your practice and use it today to build a business that will enable your lifestyle. revenueroadmapguide.com. Download it today. We're talking with Sharon Richter. She's a business and executive coach. The name of her business is Focal Point Coaching. If you want to reach out to her, you can call her at 212-381-6044, 212-381-6044. All right, Sharon, before that break, I asked you what advice you would give to someone who's just getting into coaching. Tell us, what what, what should we know if we're just getting into coaching?
1: Well, I don't think the answer is any different when you start any business, right? Um, Whether it's coaching or... um, or selling widgets. It's uh you know having focus and knowing what it is that you're selling. What it is that you are offering and who you want to reach. Who are you trying to help? Okay? So who's your target? Um what problem do they have? How, what do you have that qualifies you to help them solve that problem? And how are you going to reach them? So I have to say, I meet a lot of people that are going through coach certifications. They go through a coach certification program. and They say, well, you know, I'm a coach now. Fabulous. But, but they actually don't know how to go get business. So they've been trained on how, how to be a coach. And they're probably an awesome coach. But before you can coach, you have to find the people. You're the best
0: coach nobody's heard of.
1: (laughs) Exactly. So you have to find them. You have to find them. And so in order to do that, you have to know who it is that you need, who it is that you're going to want to find. And in order to figure that out, where to find them, you have to really know who they are. How are you going to target them? What problem do they, what problem do they have? Okay. So I'm just going to make this up. So say you want to hire, you know, you, you want to do career coaching. Okay, so you want to help people that have been laid off or left their jobs and they're trying to do a career pivot. And, how, you know, where, where are you going to find them? Well, maybe your pers- you know, maybe your personal network. Maybe there's been a bunch of other people in your company that, uh, that have also been laid off. Maybe there are um, uh, outplacement organizations that you want to partner with it's, you know, there's speaking opportunities. There's all sorts of networking groups with people that are in transition, um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, who, what, what sort of service, what, what sort of problem are you going to try, you know, help people with and where are you going to find
0: Okay, great. So let's talk about you and your coaching practice now. Who's the ideal client for Sharon Richter? Who, if you could work with anybody in the world, who would, what would be your preference? Who would you work with?
1: So, um, so I like to work with uh, what I call aspiring or wannabe leaders. Okay, so uh, so part of what I do, I do business coaching, I do executive coaching. Many people think of executive coaching as the people that are at the top and want to get better. I like to help the people that are actually one, you know, a step or two off of the top to help them look in the mirror and figure out what's going on with them and what is standing in their way of getting to the next level. So maybe it's you're a director uh, in a financial services firm and you are technically very competent, but for some reason you haven't gotten promoted to managing director. And if I don't get promoted soon, well, then I just have to go on and do something else. Well, I can help them with that too. Um, But... I, I do this because I was that person. I was that person who benefited from having an executive coach because there were things that I didn't see about myself. I couldn't see myself in the mirror without having the benefit of a coach whos helped help me see things and helped me develop strategies and techniques for improving those, along with my stellar, you know technical <laughs> technical performance. okay? so um so I like to help the people that are aspiring. maybe you're, uh, maybe you're a, um, a lawyer in a law firm, and, you know, you, you want to be a partner. And for some reason, you know, for some reason, that's not happening. And maybe the partners are giving you feedback, or maybe they're not. But what, you know, what do you do? What do you do? Some, a lot of people say, okay, I'm tired of waiting, and I'm just gonna, pff, I'm just gonna bolt, and I'm just gonna go someplace else. But whatever that problem is, it's just gonna follow you wherever you go. So how about how about either at the sponsorship of, you know, the HR partner at your firm or of your own volition? How about you figure out what's going on and fix it? So that's what I like to do. I like to help people raise their level of performance to, to um, you know, achieve the, and accomplish uh, what they want to um, in, their, in their careers. I also, I also work with businesses. I work with business owners. I'm agnostic in terms of the industry, but I like to work with business owners. I described it a little bit earlier. The, the people that, are, uh, that have subject matter expertise, they're awesome at what they do, but they just don't have a business background, okay? That doesn't mean that their companies are bad. They just don't have the experience being a leader and looking at financials and leading teams and developing strategies, and so this is what I like to do. I like to help, I like to help them. Uh, So whether it's a moving company in Brooklyn or whether it's a retail, I had this wonderful uh, retail business uh, in New Jersey started by, you know, a woman that had worked as a kindergarten teacher and she had a passion and she started an online business and then she had an online, uh, an in-person store and a bigger in-person store and then a second store and a bunch of employees and rocking this, you know, rocking this business. Uh, But but really just didn't know what her, you know, what her growth strategy should be and didn't have the business background and financial expertise. So had this entrepreneurial spirit and knew, knew her products, um, but needed help in other ways. So that's my, that's my thing. I like to help raise people up or work with people that, uh, business owners that are, um, awesome at what they do um, but just aren't business people. That could include doctors. That can include lawyers. <laughs> and I've had clients like, um, like and those is that?
0: As well. you know, it strikes me from listening to you speak just for the for the last twenty seven, twenty eight minutes or so, twenty nine minutes, it strikes me that your competitive advantage is that you have actual business experience, right? I know a lot of I know a lot of That's people right. who failed at real estate and became business coaches, right? I know a lot of people who uh, you know were uh, sitting at home and uh, you know and saw an ad for coach you online and took a course and now they think they're business coaches. You're actually a business person with business experience, and you've seen what these people are going through. You went through a lot of it yourself. So you so there's a there's an affinity there. You have empathy for what they're doing and you're coming from a place where you really can relate. I think from what I've seen, that seems to be your competitive advantage. Am I right about that?
1: No uh, you know absolutely. so you know, so first of all I and and many times I describe myself as a business performance coach because i'm I'm all around um, I'm all about uh, financial performance and making good decisions based on metrics and data and things like that, and how do you even get to that without really understanding your numbers? and I understand numbers, I'm a CPA. Uh, I worked in, uh, you know, accounting and, and finance and et cetera, et cetera. So that is a different dimension that I think um, that I do have than, um, than other coaches. And I also spent a lot of my career working in um, uh, strategic planning. You know, well, how are we going to grow our business? What do we want our business to be? How are we going to grow? And then actually do it. So not, not just develop the strategy and then put it on the shelf, um, but be the accountability person that is ensuring that, um, that we're implementing and overcoming obstacles along the way to reach, to follow our strategy and reach our goals. So I'm that person. I'm the accountability person. Uh, and so I have a lot of experience uh, either executing the strategies or holding other people accountable for <laughs> ex- executing the strategies. Um, but I don't want people to get to the end of the year and say, you know, I would have, could have, should have, but I didn't. And I, Or I couldn't because I didn't have the right expertise or I didn't have, have the help. So it's never too late. In fact, some people say, oh, well, you know, maybe next year. Maybe next year. You know, tomorrow starts today. You can do it today. It doesn't matter that we're already, you know, three months into um, 2022. Let's start first. You know, let's start right now. And come up with the um, come up with the game plan and uh, yeah, uh, get you know going.
0: that that's always been a phenomenon that has fascinated me. in that the the turning of a page on a calendar can be can be so important to people. You know, I worked with somebody who would only start a new initiative like on a Monday. <laughs> I don't understand. You want money now? Start now. I don't understand why we got to wait until Monday. Like, come on. <laughs> That's that's always just been kind of a kind of a thing that sticks in my craw. It's like start now. Who cares what day of the week it is? Who cares what day of the month it is? Who cares what month of the year it is? Start today. All right, so Sharon, I read somewhere. I think I read somewhere. Are you a, are you a soccer referee? Is that right? Tell me about
1: that. How did you Yeah, how did that happen? <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, it's funny cause I'm not actually a particularly athletic person. It's not like I grew up playing sports or I did a little swimming, but I was not, you know, that athletic. I was more of the artsy music, you know, theater type, um, uh, growing up in school and, and, and such. But, uh, again, my 10 year old daughter, she wanted to play soccer. And, uh, so off she is, we're, um, We have a, um, a league here in our, in our neighborhood and she started playing soccer and part of the league, quite frankly, it's a, it's completely, um, uh, it's completely run by volunteers. So it's the expectation that every family volunteer in some, in some way. Uh, so my husband signed up to become a ref, to referee the kids games and initially I thought that that was going to be something that they were going to go do on Sundays, but I, you know, I sort of, I want to be with my family. That's our family time. So off I go to watch the games, right? My husband's refing, my daughter's playing. And uh, then the next season comes up, comes upon us and we get an email saying we need more refs. We need more refs. And, and I thought, well, I'm there anyway. And I'm not going to the gym, so I may as well like give this a try. And it would maybe it would help because I really don't understand this game.
0: <laughs> so, so it makes you become, it makes you no different from so professional referees. They don't understand the game either.
1: <laughs> I don't know. This, I don't know this game. So it's it's actually quite. Um, like there's a number of levels of training you have to do, U8 certification, you have yep. to do concussion training, you have to do safe haven training. If you want a ref above age, you know, eight, you have to do another regional referee. So I did like all these trainings. And, um, and the reality is that I just run around, I sort of run around on the field, I run up and down with my flags and everything. And it's turned into, it's turned into a family, like a fam- really true family affair. Uh, Which which I love. So um, as my daughter's gotten older, she's gotten involved in more and more leagues and more tournaments and things like that. So it helps that I understand uh, what is going on. And actually, the latest news is that in the fall, she became she's 10 years old. She has been certified already as a ref, a U8 ref. And, uh, she's going to be doing her regional ref training later this month. And so she, she's doing it too. So she's, she's out there refing the, You know, the eight year olds, the the kids like they're like two years younger than her or something. So it's just it's a lot of fun. And we look forward to the season kicking off here. soon. Wow, that's wonderful. What a
0: great story. That's tremendous. All right, Sharon, I want to I want to take a minute now. I want you to take a minute. Think of three things we should take away from our time together today. Three things from this great conversation that people should take away from our time together. While you're thinking of that, I'm going to remind you once again about Sandrowski Corporate Advisors, because they are the ones who bring this show to you. So Sandrowski corporate advisors, they will do just about everything you need from an accounting perspective with the exception of audits. So if you need help with your taxes, let's say you need your, you you want your books done or you need your taxes done every year and you have a complex business, Sandrowski can handle that. Their tax team is absolutely top notch. What you can do is you can bring them in at any time during the course of the year, have them take over your books or have them look at your books, and they will determine what quarterly taxes you should be paying. They will also recommend some strategies to mitigate your tax exposure, which means they will recommend some strategies to reduce the amount you have to pay. What you can do right now is you can call them at 866-717-1607, 866 1607 They're an accounting firm. They do accounting, they do taxes, and they will help you reduce the amount of money that you owe in your taxes, whether it's through restructuring your business or allocating your expenses in a different way, or quite simply just taking some deductions that you may not know you can take. Sandrowski Corporate Advisors are a CPA firm with a different perspective. Also, if you haven't already, I want you to get your Revenue Roadmap Guide. Go to RevenueRoadmapGuide.com. Enter your contact info. Download your business development plan. It'll help you build a firm that will enable your lifestyle. RevenueRoadmapGuide.com. It's my gift to you. Go get it right now. All right, Sharon, what are the three things we should take away from our time together today?
1: Okay, number one is um, uh, is everybody needs to have focus, okay and purpose. and if and if you don't know what your purpose is or your focus should be, then you need to work with a coach to figure it out. But figure it out. I don't know how you go through life just rumbling from one thing to another or running a business, if you don't really have a purpose and a vision and a mission, okay, get one of those. <laughs> get, uh, uh, get a purpose, figure out your purpose and then figure out a plan to, uh, to reach that. Great. Okay. So that's number one. Number two is, number two is, um, whether or not you hire a coach or not, have an accountability partner. Okay. That accountability partner, I have to say, um, before COVID when I went to the gym, I, I had a trainer. And I, the reason I had a trainer is because I felt like I had to pay somebody money so that I would show up and do what I was supposed to do at the gym. Okay. Had that person not been there, I may or may not have shown up. So have an accountability partner, somebody that's keeping you on track and honest and doing what you said you were going to do. Okay. So have accountability partner. It can be your spouse. It could be a friend. It could be a whatever or hire a coach. Okay. For, for, uh, for business person purposes. Great. So that's number two. And, and number, number three is don't put off to tomorrow or next week or next month or next quarter or next year what you can do today. Start now because those little changes accumulate. So if you make a small change and I have it and then the next day it improves a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. Those little 1% incremental changes will have a big difference over a longer period of time. So no need to put it off. Start Wonderful
0: advice. Thank you, Sharon. That was great. And thank you for this excellent conversation. I really enjoyed our time together today. And those of you out there, if you want to reach out to Sharon and get coached up, here's what you can do. You can call her at 212 three eight one six zero four four two one two three eight one six zero four four and I'm gonna go out on a limb and I'm gonna say that Sharon can work with you regardless of where you are because we have the magic of zoom today right Sharon they don't have to be in New York
1: uh, they don't have to be in New York in fact I work with people all over, the, all all right. over the country and even in different, uh, and even outside the US so uh, so you really um, doesn't matter what time zone you're in. We can work it out.
0: All right. So if you're listening and you're in the UK or you're in Italy or you're in China, you can call Sharon, figure out what the U.S. country code is. I believe it's 001 dial 212-381-6044. Man, Sharon, I just aged myself. I said dial 212-381-6044. Call Sharon today. You can have great conversations like we just had, and they will help you make more money. Sharon, it was great having you on. Thanks for being my guest today.
1: Thank you for having me. Take care, Dave.
0: Alrighty, folks, that'll do it for this episode of the Inside BS Show. We'll be back here again tomorrow with another edition of our show, another fantastic interview. Until we meet again tomorrow, here's hoping
1: you make a great living and live a great life.